Introduction In today's globalized world, hyperconnected by the Internet and streamlined by global trade tycoons, it is possible to order something halfway across the globe and have it delivered in a matter of days. The world has become increasingly smaller as modern human society has tethered itself together through commerce and trade. This phenomenon known as globalization has produced a society never before seen in the history of mankind. While the shades of past centuries are still evident in our modern cultures, we have become a far cry from our ancestors. We are able to communicate instantaneously across nearly the entire surface of the planet. We can circumnavigate the globe in mere hours on the backs of gargantuan metal birds. We ship every commodity on earth to thousands of destinations daily. Today, each of these wonders is taken for granted. While this modern society enjoys the fruits of previous generations' labor, they have become blind to the immense hardships, the sheer adversity, and the ultimate triumph of our ancestors. We live in a world that began the process of founding itself over 500 years ago with the age of explorers, ambitious men who braved the terrible conditions of the sea in search of new lands, fortunes, and fame. They sailed their ships farther than any of their ancestors had and brought back treasures and tales of new lands with strange people, plants, and animals that must have seemed to belong only to myths. Of course, they did this in large part at the expense of other people, namely the indigenous cultures that they encountered in their daring travels. This first burst of global trade opened the minds of all Europeans to a new world, a world where men could sail to distant lands and bring back goods that would make them rich and famous. This singular thought was responsible for a semi-religious fervor that would sweep Europe and change the world forever. This worship of Mammon, the god of money, would bring into existence the first incarnation of the global economy that we enjoy today. During its infancy years, this proto-globalization led to the formation of the first multinational companies. These joint stock companies formed to bring exotic goods to their homelands in Europe and would become empires in their own right. Unlike the corporations of today, these corporate titans maintained armies that enforced the will of the company. These companies traded and sometimes took the wealth of the Americas, Africa, and Asia and redistributed it into the burgeoning European economy. As more and more Europeans gained access to new commodities over the centuries, the European economy grew, as did the companies that brought the goods to their shores. These companies became the mediators of East and West, of the New World and the Old World. They shared culture by way of trade and sometimes war. They were the pathfinders and trailblazers of a world they most likely had no idea they were creating. They built economic and financial institutions that would shape history in ways that resonate today. At the heart of this entire age where European trading companies sailed into the deep unknown of the ocean in search of riches, one company would cement its legacy into the annals of history. One company would stand out as the greatest company to have ever been formed. That company was the Vereinig Oostindisch Company, the Dutch East India Company, 
or more commonly known as the VOC.